0: Welcome to the Young and in Charge podcast. We are stoked you're here. God is working in our lives and through our church here in Alaska. Stay tuned to hear us talk about life, parenting, and full-time ministry from the perspective of two 21-year-olds. Feel free to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date on new episodes.
1: Hey guys, welcome to our first official podcast. Yay. Um, yeah, right. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to be talking about spiritual gifts, um, our youth ministry here in Big Alaska, Big Lake, Alaska, <laughs> uh, and ending with our new segment, Check Your Heart. Great job coming up with that title, Thank by you. the way. Thank you very much.
0: Uh so yeah, the main reason we chose to talk about spiritual gifts is this is a topic we've been discussing a lot with each other and a with our lot. teens. Yeah. And a with lot. our teens, we did a lesson on it a couple of weeks ago and it was really it was really good. Um it hasn't been until recent that we ourselves have really started to understand what our gifts are and just the importance of having a good understanding of how to use our gifts. So Josh, why don't you go ahead and talk about your spiritual gifts and how you've been using them in your ministry?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, this was never really talked about in youth group for me, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it wasn't really something that, it's something I had to really learn about and search on, I think, for both of us on our own, Um, and so that's why we really wanted to give it to the kids or show it to them so they really could get a good understanding um, of their gifts or start searching for It's good to
0: start young and being able to grow in those areas as you mature and get older.
1: Yeah, 100%. Oh, and by the way, uh, just to preface this, we got, um, we use the spiritual gift test from churchgrowth.com. I did find the website. Um, and it's actually the what ABWE uses and uh, GARB use when they assess uh, missionaries and church planters and so on. And so um, I think it, that means it's a pretty good thing. Uh, it's been really helpful for us. There's a bunch of questions you have to answer, um, and it was cool taking it um, actually for each other and... Mm-hmm um, seeing the similar gifts that we saw in each other and so on. Uh, yeah. So my spiritual gifts are shepherding, uh, administration and mercy showing. Shepherding is uh, pretty obvious, especially since I'm in the role of a pastor. I lead my youth, uh, my volunteers, I teach and do my best to, well, just pastor them. It's a big responsibility with a lot of moving parts, which is really where the gift of administration comes in. And if you would ask my mom if I would ever have the gift of administration, she would say never in a million years. Um, But (laughs) I I think I have it now. I mean, if she's listening, it's going to be really funny. Anyway, I'll get a phone call later. Uh, So balancing people, events, and so on takes a lot of administrating, making sure everybody has the information they need. I think the one area that I'm working on the most with administration, though, personally, is learning how to administrate my time. Yeah. I think you can echo that. I
0: think that might always be a struggle for you. Yeah,
1: something I struggle with. And then finally, uh, mercy showing. So this gift, I think, just makes a lot of sense for me as an individual. I enjoy helping people and just being there for them, just being uh, a sounding board, which I'm realizing is very beneficial as a pastor, Um, uh, leading volunteers, letting them vent about maybe their small groups or maybe troubles that they're having with a fellow leader. Uh, (laughs) It really plays into that. Um, And unlike you, I can't really hold a grudge. So
0: (laughs) 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 I'm
1: funny. So what about you?
0: Yeah. So I'm still just really trying to figure mine out. When I took the test, I got shepherding, mercy showing and serving. And when you took it for me, I got shepherding, mercy showing and giving. It was funny that serving was the one that when I took it for you and you took it for me we didn't get for each other yeah we both
1: initially when we took it for ourselves got serving yeah so I just thought that was (laughs)
0: interesting I feel like people think they might have more of a serving heart than they actually do I don't know I just I just found that interesting um
1: funny because you're the one when you took the test for me said that I had the gift of administration, and then I read it, is and true. I did, so it's <laughs> yeah. because of you. Anyway, but yeah, uh,
0: figuring out and putting my gifts into action is something I've really been trying to focus on lately, mm-hmm. and I'm still really trying to figure out how to use these gifts for serving Christ, um, so yeah, I don't really have an exact answer on what exactly my gifts are and how I'm using them, just because I'm still praying and working through how to use them in ministry, but I think, I mean, with leading small groups and just walking alongside these teens and just doing life with them and just being willing to have them in our home and just pray with them when something's going on. It's just really, I mean, using shepherding and mercy showing. But but yeah, it's just still something I'm trying to figure out how to use in ministry.
1: Yeah, and I think we're all continually working on our Definitely. gifts and how to use our gifts. Definitely. So, so that, yeah, totally makes sense. So how do you feel like things are going with our youth ministry so far?
0: I think it's going well. Um, It's definitely not necessarily what I had envisioned Mm -mm. for us, but for the circumstances that we faced walking into this position, I think it's going really well. I think you're doing an amazing job. It's been so awesome for me to watch you step into this role and just really mature into this role. You're Um, so sweet. (laughs) And we have a great group of kids, and I'm loving that we're finally able to just build relationships with them in person.
1: Yes, for real, in person.
0: It's been so nice to meet together for what, like the past four four or five weeks, something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, we've been able to meet together in person for, yeah, about four or five weeks now. Uh, Zoom was hard, and any other ministry leaders who are listening right now who've had to use Zoom or if you're a school teacher, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I promise. Um, It's weird starting to build these relationships that I feel like we should have been building three months ago, like, now, but God has really been blessing us. It's been cool to watch uh, certain youth really flourish as they take on new responsibilities and get pushed. You know, I think of specifically Sam, our worship leader. That dude is killing it.
0: Yeah, he's doing such a great job. I
1: love Sam. I'm so thankful for his willingness to jump straight in and serve, especially being his first time, like, leading worship, and I'm really looking forward... Uh, Working with him and just watching him grow and build as a worship leader. We started uh, building a youth band, which has been a a huge blessing with that. Now, well, okay, well, first, we we finished renovating the youth room.
0: (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Praise Jesus. We had a lot of sweat and tears (laughs) over that room. Lots of
1: sweat and tears. Yeah. It was rough. But it's over. It is over. Thank you. (laughs) And now we're having a youth-led worship and starting a, a welcome team up. It's been really cool to watch these youth jump at the opportunity to lead something or be a part of something bigger than just normal youth group.
0: Yeah. A lot of these teens have really, really amazing serving hearts and just want to serve in whatever way they can. So that's been really cool seeing that in them.
1: Yeah, for real. And then um, we're having the opportunity to start um, a new ministry called The Gap, which mm-hmm. will start um, this fall. And it's for those kids who are phasing out, they're graduating. Um, and at this church currently, there's, there's literally nothing for them. And mm-hmm. historically, they've come right back as leaders. Um, yeah. Some of them are ready for that, but some of them are not ready to jump into that role yet. And so specifically having a ministry that focuses on uh, leadership training really mm-hmm. I mean the, the fall is their personal walk with Jesus the winter is leading biblically and then the third uh, for spring is because yeah, that's how it goes yeah um, yeah fall winter spring <laughs> <laughs> um, and then for the spring we're going to allow them to actually lead the the small group which mm-hmm. is going to be really cool um, yeah we've c- talked to a out.
0: lot of them and they're super excited to work on how to be a leader and so it was really awesome to see that excitement
1: yeah and it might actually i mean it could turn into a full college ministry mm-hmm. we'll see what god does i'm, I'm kind yeah. of excited to start it not yeah gonna it's going to
0: be a lot of fun i'm super excited
1: yeah uh, so we don't want to take uh, or make this too long kind of our goal has been 15 minutes so we'll go ahead and end with our check your heart session. Uh, So this is where, again, okay, that name, it's so good. (laughs) All right, so this is where we have a chance to talk with each other and just see what's on each other's hearts. Uh, Maybe it's our ministry or our marriage or what's going on in our culture, but we want to just set aside this time to talk with each other. And so, Anna, what is on your heart?
0: Uh, honestly, right now, all I can really think about is our nation and how divided we are. Mm. It's making me think a lot about raising our daughter and how to raise her in a way to respect everyone and view people as someone made in the image of God. Yeah. Uh, I see so much controversy over this topic and just the arguing back and forth between fellow believers is just really sad. Discouraging um, and I, I just want her to be someone who will stand up and speak up for those being oppressed and just have a heart of love for everyone.
1: Yeah. Well, Autumn is currently perfect <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> currently, so. perfect, yes. currently perfect. Currently
0: <laughs> perfect. She is. <laughs>
1: I have confidence in <laughs> her. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I mean, um, it's been really discouraging to mm-hmm. see especially fellow believers arguing with each other and going at each other's throats over things. Definitely. Yeah,
0: I've been going through a Bible study through the book of Jude by Jackie Hill Perry, and she was talking about contending for the faith and what that looks like. Um, Because, I mean, to us, this is definitely a gospel issue. Um, Mm. But just how when you contend for the faith, you need to do it in a loving and self-controlled way Mm. and not in a way that causes anger to the other person. And I just see a lot of angry Arguments, angry posts, and not posts that are self-controlled, sh- loving. You know, yeah. it's just it's just been really sad.
1: I mean, we're going through First Peter, uh, and cha- um, we're in chapter two um, as a youth group. Um, yeah, for. Wednesday and something we're talking about specifically this week is, is in verse twelve they talk about slander and so we're gonna, we're breaking that down and talking about what what is slander mm-hmm. um, and so when these I, I watch these conversations between quote unquote fellow believers turn from constructive to just straight up slander against each other yeah and that's when it it becomes so just it's terrible and sickening to watch we mm-hmm. as believers can't come together instead of it being it, it's not a right versus left thing or a Republican versus Democrat thing. It's a kingdom of darkness versus kingdom of light issue. Like it's it's the devil in trying to just get at us. And yeah. so we need to just remember that it's not a political thing. It's it's a spiritual thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was listening to a message today by Levi Lusco and he just said how if you look in like the book of Esther, when, uh, was it Mordecai, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah when it. he was telling Esther um to go to the king and um save the certain people group um but if she chose not to do it god would provide someone else to do it and Mm -hmm. i guess i guess i mean it's so true today if you decide not to speak up someone else is going to so why not be that person who's willing to speak up and just just yeah have a voice right now but josh what about you What's been on your heart lately?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of the same thing. We, I mean, I don't think there's been a, an evening that we haven't yeah. been talking this about this. there has been this. a lot of discussion in our home. Um, you know, our, like you said, our, our nation is so divided right now. You know, with the murder of George Floyd and, and the rioting, which has really just been a small number of people who've been rioting and... from all the videos and pictures, it looks like a bunch of white people. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, why are you causing problems? Um, You know, and we're on the edge of the largest social justice movement we've ever seen. You know, I mean, this is a social justice movement. You know, all 50 states protesting, and I think last I checked, uh, 12 countries were in on that, which is crazy. I think what's been frustrating for me, like we just kind of talked about, is just people throwing around, or... In this case the all lives matter stuff against black lives matter. Like y'all, it, it's twenty twenty. Um who was I listening to? Uh the guy from New York City, uh Carl Lentz. Um he said in this was back in twenty sixteen and he posted this this thing this clip the other day and he's like, Wow this clip aged well. <laughs> um but it was him saying that um in response to why he says Black Lives Matter and he said that when Jesus was saying blessed are the poor in spirit, the people didn't go, blessed are all people, yeah. right? We need to understand that the African-American community, they're hurting right now. Yeah. And so we need to say Black Lives Matter. We need to stand with them um, and push back. Um, but I've been working through it. Uh, it's led to quite a few productive conversations and just a couple not-so-productive conversations yeah. with people in my life or in our church or friends. Um you know, I'm really taking this time to just listen to those who've been suffering at the hands of racism and being open-minded instead of just staying in the same headspace I've always grown up in, which mm-hmm. has really just been a, a white, southern, I mean, my parents are pretty well-off place. Yeah. And so I'm just, just being willing to be open and listen instead mm-hmm. of speaking. For yeah, months.
0: it <laughs> is sad that a lot of the issue that people have is not willing to be silent and just listen. Um, when that's all these people are asking us to do is just listen to them and people are just making a big deal out of just listening.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when Jesus was before Pilate, um, he stayed silent and so, you know, not as a little bit of a different situation, (laughs) but at the same time, I think that that sort of a process kind of just follows. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's better just to stay silent and just to listen. I think that's been a big lesson for me recently. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. You know, well, um, I think that's where we're really going to end today. I think we're right at 15 yeah. minutes. Look Way at to go, us. us. We're we, so good. We, we did it. Short,
0: sweet. sweet, and to the point. Short,
1: sweet, and to the point. It was great. Uh, so thanks for checking us out, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Also, yeah. remember to follow us on Instagram for <laughs> all of our updates. All right, we'll talk to you guys later.
0: Bye.